but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row, and she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Mugs, how are we? With Moz here for another week, we're back at the hallowed turf of Doombin, and it looks like Golden Slipper Day is going full steam ahead, which is good news for the punters out there, five group ones on Saturday. Moz, how are you? Yeah, mate. Uh, it's a bit of Groundhog Day, isn't it? We're, we're doing the Golden Slipper meet again. Um, I guess we can claim that we, we picked the winners last week because all the scratch money went back into the accounts, but... Heavy, 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 absolutely everywhere. Um, up here at Dooman, we're looking like we're in for a heavy 15, mate. Rose Hill, heavy 15. Melbourne, we don't care about Melbourne, mate. But uh, how have you, well, how have you found your group one format? Has much changed just given that extra week? Um, I was a bit concerned with um, the nature strip norm for the galaxy. But that looks like that's um that's that's all good. That's been removed, and I'm pretty much stuck strong. I haven't changed too much. We had um O President come out with the elevated temp, I think, for the slipper. So change it up there, and the rest have remained the same. But um a few of the prices have shortened. I noticed it looks like the bookies have <laughs> made a few early adjustments. <laughs> I, ridiculous. Cheeky, cheeky we sort of we sort of said that that like. They've gauged the moves last week and the market sort of adjusted itself and that's sort of how they've set it this week. Um, yeah. There's probably I, less value at Rose Hill now than there would have been last week, I think, for any of those runners. Yeah. And, well, the thing is, like, you're getting – I mean, the Rambit's the one that's probably changed the most. Um, and, you yeah. know, last week we were getting $2, Addy B, two fifty, very elegant. We're still getting that price, but we're adding – Sir Dragonate, Miami Bound, Cliffs of Moe in there. So there's a different field, yet bookies have just decided, rot your punters, rot your mugs. Yeah, no extra value there for you. They just kept it the same. So, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, they've they've been fairly clever, I think, with the pricing in the last day or so. Oh, well, mate, look, they, they're just on to us because we're sharp, mate. We had a bit of a good weekend last weekend. We'll just run through a... Uh, just, just pump tires, mate. I think, I think slow hands was the tipping masterclass from the mugs there last week, mate. I know. Uh, well, we weren't really in jail, but it certainly got a few mugs out of jail from some of the feedback, mates. Yep. You carrying it into this week, though? Yeah, hopefully we can get a get a few more. What did we have last week? We had uh, Abracadazzle, Dreamtimer got up, Epic Girl. There was a few pretty good wins there, I thought. But it was um, the track was just you had to be leading pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah. And even when Slow Hands was in the run, only it was only about they were running about five abreast, and he was what was he? he would have been only one back, maybe I think one like the second second line there. So they were that that was a bunching field anyway. So yeah, well that that was that was that was the difference that we were hoping for. He, he jumped like a champion um, and and just put himself up in the race. So at Eagle Farm and Doombin, really, you you've got to be top half of the field and this weekend mate the rails look it's out half a meter um but as we said it's going to be a heavy 10 uh and we had we had a meet there i think it was a midweek maybe last week and and it was just if you weren't leading you had no heavy track form yep forget it so i think that's that's going to be the pattern of the day there mugs that 
you want to be you want to be up there and you probably want to be looking at horses that have been there done that in the heavy um and in saying that mate race one we've got a two-year-old handicap with absolutely zero heavy track form for us to go on so over the 1100 you've got stellar magic there your favorite at the three bucks mate um i guess the the obvious form line there is princess bojack last prep this horse comes through um had an easy kill on debut there mate star tanties was super impressive uh you got a few first starters there mate and again you know even one like saturday sinner was a super impressive closer there um, behind Valley, Valley Rattler, and you're getting a good each-way price, mate. So the two-year-olds, the handicaps, this is where we shine. Yeah, this was a, this is another one of those. It's actually a pretty tough mate, to be honest. I, just, I think I've gone, I've got a few few fades throughout the day, so hopefully we can get a bit of value in between. We'll see how we go. But stellar magic for me, mate. I think um, you've pretty much explained it. Draws the pole, 1110 meters it should be leading and that's just where i want to be early in the day on the rail i think it'll be the best ground because i think yeah the rail was out seven or something like you were mentioning so i just think it'll be fresh inside there and um, lead and then hard to run down yeah now I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down here mate it's just look it just seems to have that top liner sort of queensland two-year-old form and you're right barrier one showed last start that that's where it settles in the field so um, I guess we're all, well, every race here, we're taking a bit of a punt, so to speak, on the, the track and how they handle it. Um, yeah. But an easy way to start the day, mate. Chips in on the favourite. How good was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. An easy way. We'll move, on. we'll move on quickly because we have, uh, we have the, the annual, the weekly, the Chris Waller 2,000 metre handicap. Yep. Heavy 10 conditions, and look at this, mate. Look at the, the who's who's here of the Waller Yard. <laughs> Humboldt current again. Oh, geez. Allwood again. Uh, and he's just got the two starters in there, mate. But they're, look, they're $2 favourite there for Humboldt. Roma Cash just absolutely saddled up like he was nothing last start, mate. And you still get no respect. $4.50 in that market. Um, and then, look, if you can make a make a case for something else in the race, you're probably doing the form wrong, mate. So I would suggest top two in the market. Which one are you on? Uh, Got to go Humboldt current again. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm, I'm sick of this I'm, game. I am I'm sick not, of this I'm, game. I'm not sure if it'll be Beans Banger on <laughs> or not, but I just think um, it gets a pretty good weight swing on Roma Cash, which is going to be pretty important. Um, Jim Byrne gets the ride. I don't love where it settles, but the field's small enough that it doesn't have to be too far back and it's two for two track and distance it just loves doombin so i thinking it two dollars 20 is zero value but um should surely be winning this <laughs> i think nah, i'd be well, retiring well, it almost if it didn't win this to be fair because it's just it's becoming a bit of a mockery to be quite honest with you well mate um look i think one of us is going to have the win so i'm i'm jumping teams because i've had enough i've had an absolute gutful of humble current mate I'm on Team Roma Cash. I'm on the grey, mate, the big grey. I just thought he he just had his measure last start. It was, you know, and you talk about the weight swing, but I really don't think that's going to matter. The, the big, well, put it this way, mate. We've got two big issues to overcome. Roma Cash, zip from eight at Doombin. Pretty concerning. Pretty concerning. Humboldt current, zip from 11 on a soft or a heavy surface. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is what we're working with this week, mate. What are we, who the hell are we? Oh, no, but it, it would be something like, there's, there's something nothing like else Sir in Bun- this field. 
Yeah, if something nothing. like Sir Barnabas comes out or something, I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll jump. I mean, the absolute roughy of the field, Brock's son, is probably not a bad shout really over this trip, to be honest, at the 41s. He's overs definitely, but I can't have him Mate. against this field. No, exactly. And and you could probably make a case on the same note for Media Light. Um, look, a leader has some heavy track form, but it had those conditions last start against the top two and, and it's not meeting them any better at the weights, you know, it's yeah. a pretty even field weight wise. It's just, you just hope that Humboldt current is placed to perfection this week. Um, yeah. And class does prevail. So <laughs> surely, surely though, with its form, they're not going to put it in the race. If it doesn't handle the conditions in like a trial or something like that, they're not going to throw it on a heavy 10. If it doesn't actually, you, you just wouldn't waste your time. Right. Well, that's, and that's the thing, is it the Chris Wallace system that does it or is it, you know, and, and let's be honest, those 11 starts on the soft heavy have been, you know, against superior horses there in, in Sydney. Um, I yeah. saw one of one of it, its last start on a heavy there for Humboldt was behind Mount Popper. So we oh, all sort yeah. of know what, what the calibre of um, field can do, but you just just don't know until, you know, 12.30 on Saturday, mate. Simple as yeah. that. We'll see how we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was a bit too long of a discussion about Roma Cash and Humboldt Current, mate. Let's delve into the group ones again. So, Muggs, just to update you, everything's been pushed back a week. So the slipper obviously is this weekend. Next weekend is nothing, I believe, uh, championships wise, and then the week after is day one of the championships. So everything just got pushed back a week. Fingers crossed, all goes well and truly ahead. But a race that's changed a little bit in dynamic, mate, the Rambit Stakes. So we've got the Clash of the Titans, Addy, Dave, Addy B, Bean's new girlfriend versus Very Elegant. Um, that was the two. This week, though, you've got a few extra added to the markets there. You've got Colette's in there. You've got Sir Dragon 8, Master of Wine, Miami Bound, who's a fish and a half. Have you... Well, you, you spoiled it at the start, mate. You said you hadn't changed any picks, but remind us why you've got big Britain's Addy B on top. I just I just think it gets in super well at the weights again. Like it doesn't it doesn't really give too many of these too many kilos in terms of um, in terms of what it's carrying. Um, it'll be leading, which I think we pointed out at Doomburn. I think Rose Hill's another track that tends to play leader-ish. If anything, I think it can be a bit hard to run on there. And if it's up in front, I think we saw its win last year in the two group, in a, the couple of group ones that won down in Sydney. And it's just that horse. It looks like it's sort of not going anywhere. But while it's not going anywhere, it's putting a couple of lengths on the ones behind it that are just flopping in behind in the wet surfaces. It'll just do the same again. It's just the classic. It's the classic UK British stayer. They just sort of, they look like they're plodding, but everything else in behind is going backwards. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And look, I'm, I'm hoping that you're right. Um, Angel of Truth is probably that pest horse that, that gets yeah, up that a might- little bit. Um, yeah. And very elegant, just sits in the box seat and can pull out. So I'm the same, man. I haven't jumped off very elegant. We're not getting any better price this week, which absolutely baffles me. But uh, yeah. anyway, that's why we're the mugs and they're the bookmakers. Simple as that. So, yeah, good way to start the day, mate, with the Rambits. Um, we'll go back to, to God's country, and that's Doombin. <laughs> and look, before we, uh, before we kick on a race three, I just want to remind the mugs, it's 
a special meet there at Doom, and it's for the Marta Foundation Little Miracles Unit, mate. So give them a shout out there at the Marta. Brisbane Racing Club haven't promoted the day whatsoever, but what do we expect, mate? Nothing different. So no, Olivia's race really. day, mate. <laughs> in brisbane head down for a good cause uh i might even try and pop in for a couple of hours as well it's a bit busy around the globes mate but race three we might get down there to watch guise go around at four bucks mate what do you reckon uh it's just it's just (laughs) it's just a non-winner i think i actually i found this race pretty hard but i've um i actually settled on um victory eight in the end i thought i had the best heavy form of the field and if it's starting if it does cont- i mean we know doomman doesn't train i think there's a big plug on that track <laughs> and yeah. eagle farms just like just just seeps through the sand but um it comes back to a benchmark 85 it's a listed race horse really i mean there's enough speed yeah. in this it is run on but you've got seeing is believing cedar power captivator all go forward i think if the gaps appear late from the inside where it potentially could spell trouble if it does shoot through i think it's i think it's got the um the turn of foot to put a bit of a line through a few of these and i just think the rest of the rest of the bunch are just sort of a bit untrustworthy yeah, the rest are a bit, how's your uncle going, aren't yeah. they? Um, I mean, seeing is believing was the the obvious probable leader, but yep. that first up run was just too bad to be true, to be honest. And you sort of wonder, can it bounce back? But, mate, I'm, I'm seeing victory eight here on top as well. Um, <laughs> and you're right. Yeah, Ooh, dangerous. <laughs> it's just the heavy track form. Um, but you just look at that last start and, and, you know, I think we had a few last week that – saluted through that Gold Coast meet, um, which was on the heavy, but it was crossing the line with the Candyman socialising, top prospect, McEwen. They're they're a cut above this sort of BM85 field here. So I think the step up to the mile is going to be good. And if you watch that replay, he was coming home. It's just how far back on this doom and track is going to be the, the concern this week, isn't it? Yeah, they need to hold a position on the inside, definitely. You don't want to be more than three pairs back, and we're going to need luck in the last 400, for sure. (laughs) Yep, for sure, mate. Well, I'll be crossing my fingers. You cross your toes. We meet in the middle. Sounds good. (laughs) Race four, four, we'll uh, we'll move back on to 13.50, and we've got the three-year-olds. We've got a bit of a potential cult horse here, I reckon, who's putting together a couple of really good wins, and that's Bundy and Coke, mate. Um, and the good thing is that last uh, last two starts, been on a bottomless Doombin track there as well. So can give nothing but confidence if you like Bundy and Coke there on Saturday. Tara Jasmine comes through the uh, the form lines there of Georgie's Pride, mate. Clearance sales back. Nikki Spirit, there's a few horses here which I'm pretty excited to go around because I think these ones are going to be you know, that sort of that top next yeah. three-year-old sort of throughout the winter carnival that we might be able to sneak a local hope from. Yeah, this was a this was a pretty hard race. I think just because a few of the form lines are coming together, I think we're pretty good race going forward to refer to. But I've I've gone with Nikki Spirit for Burn and Golan. Um, it drops a kilo from the jewel where it ran less than length behind, but it gets set and rolling with the flow, so it gets a bit of a swing there. Um, Bundy and Coke, like you mentioned, has been going super, but I just think the form lines of the listed race compared to midweeks at Doombin, potentially the better forms 
with the well, the former and it handled the heavy well enough. So I'm sticking with the big stable here. They book burn on board. Um, it draws the nine over 13.50, so it get its chance and it sort of likes to be just off the pace. So I think um, 7.50, it's a pretty good bet. But this is wide open. Like I think there's about seven can win this. <laughs> well, I've got uh, I've gone rolling with the flow on top here. Big Wigo. So Wigo, listen up. Because I know you're listening. This is how you want to ride for Tommy Button, okay? Barrier two, mate. He's going to have to go forward on this horse and either lead or just sit behind. Um, last start was super wide draw. Did that, but sat about five wide the trip and, and still was able to come home. I think it crossed the line there just in front of Nikki's spirit. So the yeah. form's stacking up, mate. Think it, uh, I think you're just going to get an easier run in transit to, to hopefully – have that turn of kick on the on the doom and heavy. So I think you and me both are just hoping that heavy Gold Coast run didn't flatten a few of these horses. Yeah, that's um, that's the key, eh? Yeah, that's that's the question. But you can make a case for Bunny and Cokes come through two heavy oh. starts as well. So if they're all going to flunk, they're all going to flunk, it's, mate. It's almost like all of the heavy form for the whole cards in this race and there's none for any other races. Yeah. And the problem is that they're all good on a heavy form. That's yeah. the thing. There's about five yeah. of them that have run a good race on a heavy track. So yeah. it doesn't really make life easy for us, does it? No, it definitely doesn't. Definitely doesn't even it out, that's for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, mate, we'll, we'll move on. And uh, I think there might be a little bit of sneaky value in this race because you've got Ren's Day, which goes around at Poison Odds again, mate. The Bloodstock team, when they bring them up, they just come up unders. But 1350, handicap, Banner Girl is back but look they've been dodging the heavy tracks the last couple of starts so it'd be interesting to see what they do here down at uh team Edmonds town um but you've got cloak you've got agassi who knows nothing else but leading love you lucy mate she's back again for another bit of a tilt um are you taking the shorts for ren's day i mean it's ventura ocean form lines yeah, they're pretty good form lines, I guess, for the moment. Um, I think um, I think if Vanagirl runs, the stable's confident enough that um, that she'll handle the ground. I mean, it's, it's it's running in group ones. I mean, it was two lengths off Shout the Bar and the Empire Rose carrying 57.5. It picks up 1.5 kilos against a field of absolute spuds compared to that lineup. Um, if it, yeah, as I said, if it handles the heavy conditions, I think it should be winning this by lengths and the quinella it'll, it'll run the quinella with cloak i think forget the rest yeah okay mate what about agassi at a bit of a uh yeah throw at the stumps here it's 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 value if it leads and gets its own way out in front i just thought it was a bit susceptible potentially but um i'm assuming that's where you're headed here mr yeah. value <laughs> No, well, let's let's hope it leads uh without contest and just does as you said there mate um but yeah. look there's I might have to have a – that could be some advice there, Muggs. Maybe have a bit of an each-way bet on Agassi now whilst there's eight in the field because I think yeah. a few might come out, especially if Banagur comes out. Um, but I think that's how I'm seeing it, that he's just going to lead and nothing's going to come close to contesting this race for him. Um, he's got the heavy form to stack up. Just had to do way too much work there last start at the GC. So I'm putting a line through that, mate. Um and Ren's day, like, it's a bit that Humboldt current situation. We've got eight starts and a soft for no performances whatsoever that are worthy of making a case for. So, you know, again, it's New South Wales form, it's European form, but you've got to sort of see the horse do it 
at two dollars on a heavy track before you want to go chips in. But you're right, form lines, they're they're there for a reason. Yeah, it's definitely it, it, it's an interesting race. I think this one. There's a few of these yep. good little crackers. <laughs> crackers, mate. I think you're putting it very nicely there, yeah. mate. Well, speaking of crackers, Rose Hill Guineas, two thousand meters, mate. Mawanga is the favourite still, um, but yep. this race has an absolute beast of an injection going into it, and that's the horse, the Cullinan from Queensland, <laughs> three hundred two one. Um, our good friend uh, Muggy Nick Lloyd said that this thing probably needs to start running today to finish in the top ten. Um, you taking that advice on board, mate? I think it's gonna be. I think it. I think it'll do well to run the first half of the field against against this slot. It's um. I'm think we mentioned it. Was it last? Might have been last week, week before. Potentially when it was running. Might have been a fortnight ago. I think they're, they're aiming it for the Derby. Like, it, I mean, they're taking their chance. If I owned a horse and it can get into a Group One, like, I'd you'd be you'd be stoked as an owner. So you can't criticize them for that. But I think it's gonna be well and truly outclassed here. And that's probably by most of them in the field, to be quite frank. But um, Mawanga, at what price was it last week when they opened? I can't. It was I, it was favourite. I can't tell you the top yeah, of my head. But. Yeah, I can't. I can't recall whether it was. It's getting more of a price or not. Anyway, it's been smashed in the market. Um, the yeah. horse I was on that had a bit of money has not been smashed in the market. It's drifting like a barge, and that's um, Montefilia. I just yeah. thought um, it's not bad value. It's the only horse in the, the the keys for me was the only horse in the race that's run the trip. Um, it handles the conditions, so if it's wet, there is no queries at all. I do hope by race five there's some sort of run on. They're coming a bit wider because if it's a Rose Hill day where they just lead, kick on the turn, and nothing runs on, then you can put a pretty big line through Montefilier. But um, second up should be, I think it'll be right at the finish, but, um, yeah. And Moanga will be running sort of, they'll be running together, I guess, with Montefilier yep. probably slightly behind. So they're the, um, yeah, that's how I'm seeing this one. Yeah, mate. Well, look, I'm, I'm moving away from my pick last week, which is Moanga. Um, Grand Slam comes up for the race here. Uh, and, look, the question's going to be heavy form, you know, blah, 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 broken record, but... It's win last start there at the Valley was unreal and it's just a pure pace horse. So I think fitness is going to be there for this horse to A, run the 2000. I was on that um, day at the Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie Carr well, specialty. It was a special, mate. Um, but 750, it's going to lead. So if it's fitness, if it comes down to fitness, this horse has got it where I think we made a case for last week that a lot of these horses are coming up to the 2000 for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and when you add a, you know, and that's got to give you some confidence with Montefilia that you know that she's going to run beyond this yeah, trip she runs as well. The trip. So yeah. the 2000 on a heavy, it feels a lot further than that. I'm sure the horses will tell you. Um, and that could be, you know, a case for the, the Colin and, 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 um, that a few of these yeah, it's horses got the miles and the legs. Hit the wall and it can sneak into a top 10 and who knows? Bob's your uncle, mate. Bob's your uncle. Oh, oh, all right. Back to Doom and what do you reckon, mate? We're, Ooh, we're yep. Where are we? We're now race. Uh, we're up to the quaddy. Yeah, we're up Ooh, to race six. Geez. Flying, mate. Yeah, mate, we are. Um, and we're going to kick it off the quaddy with the, the Colts, Geldings and Entires Class 3 at the set weights there, of course, which allows a few of these to get in well. 
And what you've got, mate, is we own a smart one, which does seem to be a bit of a smart one. DVD, $2, brings them to town when they're here to win, which is always a pretty good push lately from him. But, of course, you've got the big man, TJ, Tony Golan, leadership spill, the move. Um, Both sort of come through Brisbane Saturday form, which is a pretty good form line there as well, mate. I know you were on Axe last start there at the Gold Coast. The list goes on. This is a pretty stacked field, um, and you've probably got, you know, the two top – well, the two in the market leading from the front, mate. Yeah, this is a this is this is wide open because pretty much the whole field <laughs> on on pace and or leading. I actually found Rising Star on top. I just think in a in a race like this, I want a bit of value. Um, I fully appreciate we own a smart one and leadership still, but I think if there's pressure on, they're both probably poison-ish odds. Rising Star draws perfectly in six to sit right off the pace. It's done absolutely nothing wrong. Um, it flies first up. It handled a trial. I think it ran second in a trial on soft ground. So taking on chance, it'll handle the heavy. I'm just sort of trusting stables now that they're not running if they don't run in the wet. And I think $14.360, it's um it's huge value in a race that's going to have pressure up front. And if it gets the gaps late, we could be all over this further Heinrich stable. So rising star. Rising star, mate. Well, I'm, I'm going back to the, the proven theory, mate, which is Mr. TJ Golan looking after the mugs. However... I'm on the favoured Golan runner, so I don't know what that's going to mean. I'm on the favoured runner. Uh, but, look, the move, I think the move started at Poison Odds last start and just never looked like it on the heavy. So I'm putting a bit of a line through its form on the heavy. Leadership yep. spill, I think, can just lead from the front um, and just seems to run pretty well when fresh. So this looks to be, I think, three weeks, four weeks even in between runs. And... Just think it might be too far in front, come around the corner and and hold on for the Mozer and team leadership spill fans. Yeah, we've it's been a bit of a bit of a money check, the old leaderships leadership spill. Yeah. We've cashed a few there, so that's good. Well it's it just seems to draw I don't think I've ever seen it, mate. It just seems to draw barrier one every single start. Yeah. Um, it always that's draw, where it wants to draw. Yeah, it always draws. It's a special right. label when they, when they do the draw. Make sure this draws the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, look, we'll delve, uh, we'll go back to back to Sydney because after this, we've got the two group ones, which we'll finish with. Um, so we'll start again with the George Ryder. Uh, and again, man, I think last week you're on a Villiers there. I don't think there's been too many additions to this race to really make note of. I think you got Mizzy and Dallasan sort of come in. But yep. it was a Vilius. It was fun start. It was colding. Why are you sticking with the big A, mate? Mate, um, well, I mean, the money's come here. I think it was about five fifty last start. Now it's on top favorite. Maybe they're listening to the podcast or um, maybe yeah. just maybe just sheer dumb luck. But um, I just think it gets the right trip here. Um, it was beaten by Colette and Variel again. Um, it beat home. Fun start colding and doesn't give them any weight. Um, is Arcadia Queen still in this race? No. no. Out. No. Don't need to worry about that. Potentially championships, I think. Uh, okay, so that, that's the way they're going. I remember, was was Nash always on Avilius or have Nash and J-Mac done a swap from Dreamforce to Avilius? Uh, I just, I think Nash was always riding Dreamforce, that's all. 
Anyway, we'll get the uh, we'll get the, the admin to pull it up for us. But does that? I don't um, know. That I don't know whether that. Uh, it probably does actually. To be honest, I think. I mean, I don't really. I'm not too bothered by either of them. Neither of them. I. I'm not untrustworthy. They're not. Um, not going to get pulled to Hugh Bowman or anything like that. Um, it handles the slot as well, and it's. I think it's drawn better. It drew out a little bit wider. I'm pretty sure for memory last week. So it draws the six. It'll just be right in behind them. And I just think at the weights, it's it's probably deserved favourite now. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, nah, definitely, mate. Look, I'm I'm sticking with my pick, Dreamforce Air from last week too. Um, you just. The, the concern for me last week was just that battle with Sam Adout, who has now drawn wide in this, this market. So if it's going to play to my plan, which was lead and be able to have a bit of cheek on the turn, I'm going to get every favour. It's a pretty big push if J-Mac has jumped on or a pretty big concern if Nash has jumped off. off. So <laughs> I'm not too sure what to read of that. But look, I think they can both get the job done for both of us. Um if we had our choice. So, yeah, still some confidence there, man. Still some confidence there. Yeah, the weight's All right. perfect. Can't be exactly concerned with that. that. We've got three left at Doombin, two group ones to cover, mate. We're going to start off with the race seven at Doombin, mate. Uh, 1100, Snitsari, who is just an absolute, just a legend of a horse, mate. Chris Lee, <laughs> Andy Mellion, Brisbane's informed jockey, loves coming up here to ride this thing it actually saluted for us last start um albeit we tipped it at two dollars when it's been beaten at six and five and four and every other price you can imagine mate um you are you getting sucked in one more time mate or is another there's about another 15 horses here that have sucked you in before but which one this week it's it's an absolute guzzler sorry (laughs) i'm not that i don't not that i don't trust the form but i'm off it at the moment it's um it do what you will with it. Um, I've actually settled on East Asia here for the Heathcote stable. I just thought, I mean, it's an ex-Sydney Galloper who has some pretty good stats about it. Um, I'm just taking on trust that the Sydney benchmark form is slightly better than up here. It handles the track conditions, two starts on a heavy for one win, and it's placed twice on the soft. And it's had a couple of wins at Warwick Farm, which I think is pretty important because a big concern for me was will I handle Doombin, but the tight winding track Warwick Farm, I think it's got like a 330 metre straight. Something like that is fairly similar to Doombin's 400 metre straight. So that should be no concern at all. And from the 11 potentially finds a bit of trouble, but Race seven, we don't know what's going to happen. If it's really chopped up on the inside, perhaps four or five lanes wide is going to be the place to be. So it could be running on late. Yeah, well, I hope they are, mate, because I'm jumping on one of your favourite um, girls, which I'm a bit shocked that you're not on 05 Glory, mate. Yeah, last race apparently too, off to the yeah, breeding. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I, did. I read that today. Uh, the swan song for the big girls. So Team Holbert will be... We'll be pretty pumped to get her out with a bang, mate. And I've got her on top. Just I think she just comes through that uh, that Gold Coast run was pretty good. I mean, five lengths, um, five lengths fourth doesn't look good on paper, but Euro Bell, Gemma Scotland, Chivago, Love You Lucy were all sort of around that mark as well. So there's some pretty decent yeah. horses that were crossing the line together there. Um, loves the Doom and Track. I mean, loves the second at the Doom and Track, I should say, but. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that heavy form's a bit untested and and it's just going to get the the favors there from a wider draw to sort of sit, sit out wide with cover to be able to 
you know, if they're running on by that stage of the day. So race seven, good luck to the team Holbert, mate, but getting an each way price as well at seven. So we can have a dab. Mate, yeah, there's plenty of value in this race. It's just wide open. All right, mate. Well, look, I'm going to, I'm going to channel some big dick energy here. I've got a little, little good luck charm that's been presented to me throughout the week, mate. I'm going to show it to the camera here now. And it's, it's a team Golan cap. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So big shout out to the team. I was able to snake one. We'll have some news uh, around this one here, mate. But I've got it on for a reason because I'm going to need Team Golan's 100% here with Snappy Reply, who opens a $4.40 favorite, mate, and the three year old handicap over the yep. 10.50. There's some great horses in this field, mate. This is going to be a bit of a cracker race. So. When you've got a three-year-old handicap as your best race on the day, um, I think that opens some questions. But, (laughs) mate, look at the last form, last prep. I mean, it's first up for quite a while, which could need the run, which is a concern. But Minji was a JJ Atkins horse. Um, There were some really good horses in those sort of preps. So I'm on board at Snappy Reply here. bit scared of Turulur and Zing Along next in the market, mate. But how are you looking at race eight? Yeah, mate, I'm with you. Golan for the Golan team here. Um, yeah, snappy reply. I think should be winning this. The only concern I do have was um, is, is what you've mentioned is first up. And if the inside is chopped up, which potentially could be the case, it may not be the place to be. So just hoping, I mean, I trust, trust Georgie to pull it out. If she has to run it four wide around the corner leading, that's fine. But if that's where it has to be, that's where it has to be. And I think I did jump on, and the breeding suggests should handle the ground. Listen so, to you. Yeah, the, 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 the sire and dam stats for the wet, <clears throat> I think, are um, I think a positive or at least a push in that direction anyway. So I do like to check that if they haven't had a run and I'm swamping into them. So, yeah, I think snappy reply, mate, should be, um, should be too strong here. There you go, Monks. So if you want to buy a horse from the sales and you need a breeding expert, <laughs> do not ask. Do not ask. Or, no, 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 no. <laughs> keep, uh, keep the skills to yourself, hey, mate. Uh, well, look, mate, we'll go to our get out stakes and I'm going to keep the cap on because, I mean, I this was Good a choice. tough race. <laughs> yep. I couldn't, I couldn't really make, make a case for a lot of these. Um, Royal Hale is the favourite here in the market. It's one from one and a heavy. It's got Mickey Rod on top for the TJ Golan Yard. Uh, 1,200 metres, mate. you got Lashes up. So taken a last start winner there. Hold the line. Partners. This list of who's who. We've been on them. We've done it all. I'm going the short way home there in the last as well, mate. Are you on board with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about lashes. I mean, it's got some pretty good form around it. Like, you know, two, was it two lengths off Probable a couple of starts ago, I'm pretty sure. But it just doesn't, the 1,200 is just not its go, I don't think. I think it well, needs 1,400, 1,600. So I think it's just coming here for that first up run. Out. I mean, yeah, if it if it gets the trip, then, you know, if it, if it gets, you know, a few steps up in trip, then I think you probably have to have it on top. But Royal Hail, mate, it's just bulletproof. Um, it gets Gollum's main man on top loves this track and trip um it handles almost all the conditions and you know got the chocolates first up pretty good record second up i'm not getting off here four dollars forties value i reckon yeah oh yeah it's a good way to come home the last mate and yeah, you know it's, 100%. It's, it's got the draw where it can really do 
what you ever want it to do. Um, yeah. But to do that, you've got to have a top line jockey on, and, and that's what we get, mate. There's no A in brackets next to Mickey Rod's name. He knows no. how to get him up. He knows right. how to get him home. Mate, two to go. We've got the Galaxy. Uh, Jungle Edge, mate, we were on at the overs. You were pretty yep. happy last week. Has that confidence drawn over a week to this week's field? No nature strip. That's good yep. news. Yeah, mate, it's – um. <laughs> well, I can't believe – the money's almost dropped off a bit, I think, because potentially the rain's not about. But um, I think it was 21s into 18 when the market opened. It was into like 650 or something last up. That was because it was raining all bloody week. Yep. But, um, but by the eighth in the day, if they're not handling the conditions, it's going to be an absolute mud fest at Rose Hill. So I think it's still going to get – you know, just because it's not raining doesn't mean it's not a genuine heavy. Um, Talio was the overs last week at sevens, but those clever bookies have um, removed any punter from getting any overs there. So $4.40 favourite. And I just think, um, yeah, draws, I think it drew 12 Jungle Edge last week and it's back into eight. So it's drawn slightly better. I mean, there'll be pressure in this race because there's a shitload of leaders, but um, yeah, it is what it is. I'm sticking strong for the old fella to just nutted out here in the end just that little bob he'll win by a native bees if he does though yeah mate it's this is uh you're right it's so last week i was on splintex there um and it was it was the opposite mate it was not a lot of speed on the inside the splintex could have had his way this week he draws 14 and i, I know yeah, B, all <laughs> he wasn't bloody happy about that now everything that has a bit of bit of speeds drawn on the inside so uh, of course, you got Jonker lining up as well there, mate, um, at the at the overs there of the 30s, which is massive. I'm going at the big grey here, Fabergino, on top for me, though. Um, Greys love wet weather, right, mate? Simple as that. It's on the blows a little bit, which, look, it's a group one race. What can you expect? But you're, you're just going to get a good run in transit. Um, barrier three, Jonker probably is the one that pushes forward. Eduardo's going to pester Talia, Horpery on her, Jungle Edge. They're all around Fabergino. So Fabergino can just sort of stick to the rail, look to get out late. I don't know if it's, you know, up to this sort of group one caliber field, but at, well, at $18 each way, mate, it's a pretty good way to find out. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty weak group one. If that must be said, in all honesty, like for a, for a sprint group one, like there's not there's not the premier sprinters running yeah. here, really. I but the thing is, I think that's sort of where we're at too, mate. Like it's it's looking for that next. I mean, you you you're probably your big two a, a bivouac and nature strip, but apart from that, this is what we've got. They're all yeah, all the others are retired. <laughs> No, that's it. Well, the other one was you have classic legend, which is off to is off in Hong Kong right now. So yeah. I think the gap between Bivouac and Nature Strip at their best is just that great that all these other horses just look mediocre on that yeah. comparison. And I mean, in this field, even like you've got probably your Wild Ruler and Talier, which are the two that maybe have the upside to to stamp themselves, but. You know, they want to be turning it on now and, and not... Yeah, they've got to get it done here. Years, you know? So, yeah, interesting watch, mate. And it's going to be a good one because then it's going to... Well, we're going to have our money from the Golden Slipper because that was race eight. This is race seven, but this is the main event. And yep. we're going to have to sit down and do this because O President, which was our... They yeah. always very, very quietly confident 
Um, heavy track, but two-year-olds, mate, you've got them until you don't, and Chris Waller don't got them no more. Yeah. But you've got Profiteer that comes into a $3.50 favourite. Um, same field, same barriers, so everything's the same. The only one that has come out is the one that we were on. How bloody good. Yeah, I, I still think Profiteer is just massive unders here. I just think it's there's it's been another week between runs, which just can't be good for, you know, you want them sort of rolling into this pretty, you know, on, on their plan. So probably for all these sources, it's, it doesn't look good. Um, I've just gone for the value here. I think um, I think Swift Witness is overs. Um, it's got pretty good form on a soft track. Um, I'm taking on chance again that they should be handling the heavy. I feel like... That's just we need just that on a rewind and play play for this week's racing because there's a bit of um a few gambles there. Um, there's no weight swing against Animo and Profiteer. That was what I pointed out last week. So I I don't really if you like Profiteer, I think you have to be on Animo at 17s. I think it's crazy. Um, Swift Witness should be going forward. It's drawn 12, which is this point in the day probably not potentially the worst place to be because. You know, if they all sort of fan out, which, you know, some of these youngsters tend to do, they there's not really two leaders and then they all just pack them and stack them in behind. They normally all just go a bit ballistic up in front. So it should be able to track in behind the pace. And a um, bit of a tip here, earmuffs pre-race only first time is a is a bit of a push for a, a horse that is ready to go. That gear change here is, is real key. I think if you keep an eye on that with horses around the grounds, earmuffs... First time, pre-race only. Bot and right. house have it ready to go, I reckon. Well, there's one thing we love at Mugs Punty, mate. It's the Waterhouses. So, yep. Gail will be happy to hear that you're on board, mate. Um, yeah, look, this threw the spanner in the works for sure because it, it took us bloody three hours to, to settle on O President. And then we've had to revamp, do it all again, mate. Yep. I'm going to go <laughs> Diamond Winner on top. Um, and that's Artorius for me. And again, look, taking the guess with the heavy, but the way he hit the line in that blue diamond probably showed that he's going to be a really good sort of 1,400-mile horse probably in the spring, which just on a 1,200-metre heavy Rose Hill track could yeah. have the run in his legs to be able to cover that ground. Um, and the camp's been pretty confident that the extra week off did better than worse uh, in freshening this boy up. Um, yeah. you know, he's got the one the one start on the soft on debut, which was obviously too too short for him. Then went to the thirteen hundred, took it away, uh, and then the twelve hundred of the diamond that was pretty convincing as well. So Luke Curry sticks on, comes up with him. That's a, a pretty good bet for me at the ten bucks each way, mate, for the slipper. Um, it's going to be a good race, so it could. It yeah. looks like one of those races that anything could dead set win or profiteer yeah, could. Go and just, say see you later and by five lengths. You just don't yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this is, there's no, I don't think there's any clear favorite, even, even though the prices suggest there are. It's, a, it's pretty open. Yep. All right, mate. Well, look, we've got to finish with an absolute banger. And that's why I bring you in for Beans Banger. <laughs> what have you got for this? Uh, hey, Beans Banger, mate? I'm launching into it. I think, um, I think it has to win this. Otherwise, it's, it's retirement. It's bound for the nursing home. Humboldt current, $2.20, mate. I'm, I'm chips. I'm chips in last time only. This is the um. This will be the last time, mate. I'm I'm having flashbacks to two weeks ago when it was Moz's must have. Yeah, <laughs> this week for Bean, it's going to get the job done. I swear. Oh, 
Mate, I'm, I'm going to race number eight, uh, Snappy Reply for the Golan Yard. Uh, I think there's a little bit of ability with this girl. Um, has been off the racetrack for nearly a year now. So usually, you know, it could be a bad thing, but it could be a very good thing. And a big boss man, TJ, has, uh, has waited for the right time to bring this girl back to the track because she's something a little bit special. We'll find out. Mate, yep, sure. great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, so, Muggs, if you're listening to this on Thursday night, we've got some big news dropping on the Friday, uh, which will leave a bit of surprise. But make sure you check the socials. Otherwise, you get to watch our pretty faces on Friday when we chuck this Zoom up and uh, and show you the future of Queensland racing. Make Queensland racing great again, Muggs. Cheers. Oh, yeah. See you, Muggs. <laughs>